0: Guys, my name is Noel, if you don't know me, I graduated. Hi. <laughs> I graduated from Grand Valley in 2015, and this is my sixth year at Campus ministry. I was a student leader, a student intern, and now I have the honor and privilege on being on staff as a seminary intern. Um, so I'm so excited to be here and work with you guys and just journey with you. It's one of the greatest joys of my life. Um, I'm a student at Western Theological Seminary, and I am studying to get my Masters of Divinity. So in other words, I'm going to school so I can become a divine master. That's the joke around school. (laughs) Um, Hey, by the way, did you guys know that spring break is in 18 days? Who's excited about that? Okay, how how many of you are going on a spring break mission trip with Campus Ministry? Awesome. How many of you are going on another trip that might not be with campus ministry? Okay. And how many of you are going home for spring break? (laughs) That's awesome. Well, we're excited for you wherever you're going, whether you're going on a trip with us or elsewhere going home. We're going to be praying for you and that God works through your heart um, and through your lives in amazing ways during spring break. Um, so I'm going to tell you a story about my spring break experience when I was a student here at Grand Valley. My first spring break trip was in 2013. Uh, the Lord led me to Mescalero, New Mexico. <laughs> my Mescalero crew down here. Um, he led me there for a spring break trip, uh, totally of him, had no idea the place even existed and uh, he he showed me the way there and uh, it Became my favorite place in the world in crazy ways. Um, I developed really intentional relationships with some of the people there, and God keeps pulling me back there in in different ways. And one of these uh, one of these relationships is with my friend Gloria. Um, Gloria is probably in her 50s, I would say. Um, she is married to Freddie, and they have a f- two or three boys. Um, they have a son PJ and a daughter Kay Ray, who's obsessed with me. She tries to Facetime me like every weekend. It gets Really annoying sometimes, but I love her a lot. Um, Gloria and Freddie live um, on the south- southern part, or like the lower part of the reservation in this beautiful valley. You guys can look at this picture, in this beautiful valley at the base of the mountains. And they have apple orchards. They've got peaches, or peach trees. Um, Gloria likes to make jam and sell it on the reservation. They have horses. It's just like the southwestern paradise, and it's so, so, so beautiful. And every time, I kid you not, every time I've been there, whether it's been by myself or whether it's been with a group of people, Gloria has invited myself and all of my friends into her home, which I think is a really big deal because she doesn't really know us. Um, So this past summer, I had the privilege of going back with some friends, and Gloria invited us over to make fry bread, which is super exciting because um, you don't always get the opportunity to learn how to make a native food um, in our culture. So this is a picture of some friends and I. Um, Gloria's not in this picture. She's taking the picture because she does a really good job at avoiding getting in pictures. Um, so we were making some fry bread and we got over there and she had everything set up for us. Every Station within the process had food that was already prepared, so we could just come in and start getting our hands dirty in the dough and in the lard. There's so much lard in fry bread, guys. There's so much lard. Um, And aside from this, too, Gloria has us over for big group dinners. This is probably one of her favorite things to do. This is a picture from a couple summers ago when I went down there for uh, vacation Bible school. And Gloria just spontaneously came to church one day and said, hey, you guys are serving so hard. You're loving on our kids so much. You're serving this community. We love having you guys back. I just want to bless you guys and have you guys over for dinner tonight. And we were like, well, sure, we want your food. We know you're a really good cook. Um, Side note, she used to own a restaurant on the reservation called Gloria's Kitchen. Um, So you know that her food's really good. So just like the fry bread, I mean, she'd have stations set out with all kinds of food, mix of Mexican food and Native American food, um, bringing in her husband's culture and her culture. And we would just sit around the table and share life and share stories. And it was such a sacred space to be there. And, you know, it really, it struck me because I thought, Gloria doesn't have to do this for us. We didn't ask her if we could come over. We didn't plan this in our schedule. She just invited us over because she wanted to do that out of the graciousness and the kindness of her heart. Um, And I wonder what motivates Gloria to do that. What motivates her to open up her home to us, strangers, um, to share her life with us, to share her life stories, some really hard stories, too, To share her family with us over by the fridge everything's by the fridge um because she has all these pictures up on the fridge with magnets and down through the hallways of her house just these portraits of family everywhere and there's a story behind everything and behind everyone and i think gloria gives herself to us so vulnerably and i really wondered what (laughs) motivates her to do that and when i thought about it for a while I, i really thought the only force the only power that can be that strong to to cause her to do that is love. So I started thinking about love after this, and I thought it was only appropriate, since Valentine's Day is two days away, um, that we would talk about love. And it got me thinking, what do we really know about love? What does love look like? And I find myself asking this question. What is love? Thanksgiving. (laughs) So I stopped dancing awkwardly like I do, because last night at the well, I was in the back practicing this head bob, and Rand's like, you look like you've got something wrong with your neck. And I'm just like, I can't do it. So I'm really bad at doing that. Um, All right, we'll come back. We'll come back. So what is love, and what does the Bible say about love? And I think their Bible says a lot about love, because it's an entire story about God's love, and we're at the center of it, and I think that's amazing. Um, so one of my favorite homework assignments in seminary is to study the Greek and the Hebrew language, because I think it's so rich, and there's so much behind it that we can uncover that our English English language doesn't quite get to. Um, so tonight I want to teach you guys three Greek words, two that are used very much in the New Testament. Um And the first one is eros love. Do you guys know the word erotic? Yeah, scandalous. Oh, big taboo. Eros love is erotic love. It's driven by desire. It's driven by emotion. It's often associated with sexual love. Um, This kind of love can be really destructive, and it can go from something really good to something really bad. Um, It's not sustainable. So this is one love that we're going to look at. The next one is philos or phileo. Guys say phileo? Phileo. Phileo. Um, This is a love that Jesus talks about a lot in the New Testament, um, especially with the disciples. This is a friendly love. It's a companion love. It's like a brotherly love, like your best friend that you can't live without. You do everything together go to the movies, you know, share life together. Um, That's what phileo love is. It's affectionate and it's very rich. There's a lot of memories um, I have in phileo love. But then the New Testament tells us about a third love, and this love happens to be the strongest of these three loves, and this is agape love. Say agape love. love. Have you guys heard agape before? I'm pretty sure that you guys were familiar with this. Um, this is the highest form of love. Um, it's everywhere in the New Testament, and it's typically known as the selfless and sacrificial love of God. It's God's love, and it's not of this world. We can't find it around here. We can't find it within ourselves apart from Christ. Um, and that's a really powerful thing because it has a transformative essence to it. Um, and we can't, we can't have it without Christ. Um, I think that this love is a committal love because it's an action and it's not an emotion. I think we can have emotions attached to eros love for sure and definitely phileo as well. Um, but the power that we have with, with agape love is, is so cool. And I, I think about this with my best friends. One of them's in the room tonight, so I'm sorry if this is offensive. Um, but sometimes my best friends can let me down and they can say things that are, are hurtful to me Um, And in those moments, I don't really feel like I love them anymore. But agape love tells me that I'm supposed to love them because love is an action and love is a commitment. Um, So I think this is really cool. But the Apostle John uses agape love in his letter, um, in his letters to the churches in Asia Minor um, there's a portion of one of his letters, the first epistle of John, where he talks about God's love. And in the, I think it's 14 verses, where he talks about that, the form agape love is used 25 times. Think about that, 14 verses and 25 times agape love. I think we need to pay attention to that. Um, so we're going to read part of the scripture. We're going to read 1 John 4, 7 through 11. And I want you guys to pay attention to where you see the word love showing up in this text um, and maybe where it's sneakishly coming in here. So hear the word of the Lord. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and everyone who loves God is born of God and knows God. The one who does not love does not know God, for God is love. By this, the love of God was manifested in us, that God sent his only begotten son into the world so that we might live through him. In this love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the appropriation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. This is the word of the Lord. So I only read 14 verses of those 14, and I can go on, and agape love would just keep coming up and coming up, because this text is so rich with that word. We could focus on a lot of things, but I want us to narrow in on three things that we hear in this text. And the first one is that God is love. God is agape love. It's his very character and his very nature. It's the essence of who he is. And I think it's reflected in the ways that he, he um, in his actions towards us. I mentioned earlier that um, that kind of love isn't in this world and we can't have it on our own because it's not from the world, it's from God. Um, so how do we come to know this, this love? I guess that's the question. Um, the second thing I want you guys to hold on to is that God loves us. Um, we know this. We can feel it. He blesses us in different ways, but um, knowing that this love is the sacrificial love, um, I think sometimes the way that God loves us doesn't always make us feel good and might not always make God feel good either. Um, I was thinking about this in my own life with different trials and, and tests that he had put me through, and um, there's a lot of pain in that, but I think that God knows what He's doing, and He loves us so He can grow us um, in our faith towards Him. So He sends His Son Jesus into the world, and I think that this is, you know, the ultimate expression of His sacrificial love of agape love. He gives His Son, His only Son, into the world so that we could know love. And then Christ comes into our hearts so that we can have love within us. And I think this is pretty amazing because we didn't do anything to deserve it. We didn't love God first. He loved us first. First, He breathed life into us before we even took our first breath. Um, and I just think that's gracious and, and kindness that um, it's really, really humbling, and it's really, really amazing. Um, the third thing I want you guys to hold on to is love others. This is mentioned in verse seven and in verse eleven. Um, I think this is the most important one, in some respects. But I also think it's the hardest one to do, because again, it's not it's not of us. Um, but I think it's the result of God's love dwelling within us through Christ. And I think our natural response should be loving other people because God loved us first. It's just it causes us God's love causes us to want to love others. Um, and it's also the costliest love, because Jesus's death on the cross. Um, sorry, I lost my place over here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's the result of God's love in us um, because of Jesus's death on the cross. And when Jesus when Jesus left, He left us with His Spirit, and His Spirit is the one that empowers us to love other people, because it's not of ourselves. Um, it's our mission as Christians to love others. So I want us to think back to that question, what is love? And what agape love might look like here, what that might look like for us? Um, and I think that it can look pretty practical, and it can come up in pretty ordinary ways throughout our days. Um, it seems like 2018 is the year of flu flumageddon, I was sick, I know a lot of my friends were sick, and I know that some of you were sick too. So I wonder, what could agape love look like maybe if our roommates are sick? And maybe that means taking a 2 a.m. trip to Speedway on Lake Michigan Drive to get our roommates Gatorade because they're throwing up. Um, What does it look like in class? Maybe you have a classmate who is pretty annoying and you're irritated by them, but maybe agape love is intentionally deciding to sit next to them and get to know them and get over the reasons why we don't like them. I think agape love can also come in the form of listening to our parents on the phone. Um, This is a lifelong lesson that I'm still learning how to listen to my mom when she actually calls me, because she probably agape loves me, but I just want to insert what I want to say. So what does agape love look like when we're talking to our parents, maybe giving them some space on the phone to actually talk to us too. So I want us to go back to the text. I I want us to listen to verse 11. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. Let's listen to it this way. Agape ones, if God so agape us, we also ought to agape one another. If there's anything I want you guys to take away from this message today, it's that God is love. And because he loves us, we should also love others. And we can do that because he's in us empowering us to do so. It's this transformative power that reconciles us to God and mends our broken relationship with him and maybe even our broken relationship with other people too. I want us to think about Gloria and her radical expression of hospitality um, maybe that can affect the way that we interact with people around us too. We agape love others because once we accept Jesus, his holy spirit lives in us and empowers us to do everything he asks us to do, even if it seems unreasonable, unreasonable or out of our own or against our own nature. When we allow Christ to live and to dwell in us, I think that his presence and his love flows out to those around us and it can show them his everlasting and unconditional and uncircumstantial love. It multiplies and it grows because it's got that transformative power. May we all desire to love more like Gloria and more like Jesus did. Will you guys pray with me? Lord, it's hard to believe that the greatest and most epic love story has us right at the center of it. We thank you for your grace and your reckless and relentless love that tells a story and paints a picture that nothing else in the world compares to. Father, you made yourself known, your love known to us through your son, Jesus, who exemplified the most powerful love at the cross. May we live in your love forever, Jesus. You've given us your spirit so that we may know this love and be able to love others the way you do. Jesus, we live our lives for you. We ask and we pray these things in your holy and precious name. Amen.